Take the guesswork out of your cannabis shopping with the ECS DNA kit by Endocana Health. If you take pride in your canna nerdiness or are just canna curious, this kit empowers you to find more about the best cannabis choices. Right now, you can save 25% off your DNA test at endodna.com using promo code POD25. Your purchase includes the Endo DNA Collection Kit, Endo Decoded Report, personalized cannabinoid and terpene suggestions, and Endo Align products matching in your state. There will also be suggested dosage guidelines and optimum methods for inhalation or usage. Once you know your personal ECS data, you can shop Endo supplements tailored specifically for you. And right now, Endo DNA is celebrating their new patent with a buy one, get one offer on their Afika soft gel lineup. And since I know that many of you struggle with sleep, I want to highlight Afika Unwind, created to support health sleep cycles using patented proprietary formulations of hemp-derived CBD, terpenes, and essential oils. If sleep is eluding you, sweet dreams are in your future. Buy one for yourself and get one for a friend at endodna.com. And don't forget promo code POD25 at the checkout for 25% off your DNA test kit. Welcome to the Cannamom Show. Are you interested in hearing inspiring cannabis stories told by real Cannamoms and real Canna caregivers? This is the show for you. I'm your host, Joyce Gerber. I am a former family law attorney, a mother of two, and I've been talking with women from coast to coast who are leaders in the revolution of cannabis and caregiving, along with my co-host and Canna sister, Amy Searles. Hey there. Hey, Aim. <laughs> we are sharing stories of the women breaking barriers and building businesses in the emerging cannabis industry. Today's guest, her motto in the CBD world is define your shine. Not only is she a powerhouse for her own business, Get Colette, but she is empowering other women-owned businesses in the CBD space. Her idea to introduce New England women to the potential CBD can have in their health sprang from a survey she conducted and her own mother's experience in the CBD world to help her sleep. Because she's a self-described good Catholic girl whose father is a police <laughs> officer, her transition <laughs> into the legal cannabis world is a story in itself. We will be talking about her move from the 2000, in 2018 from corporate America to the wild west of CBD, her awesome website, which launched just this week, November 4, and most importantly, the experience she wants to create for every single one of her consumers. And of course, she'll be sharing what her six-year-old knows about cannabis and what her daughter thinks about her mom stepping up to use her voice to elevate the emerging cannabis industry. Welcome. Marie Evans. Welcome. Thank you, guys. I'm so excited to be here and chat with you guys today. So yeah, it's great. We're here. And uh, so she just launched this website, Get Colette, and she brought us presents. Oh, yes. Yes. Exciting. My mother always taught me never show up anywhere empty handed. That's great advice. I like that. And she showed up with such beautiful things. I wish you could see them, but you can go on her website, Get Colette, and see it. So, <laughs> and, we'll, and we'll take pictures of everything. And, and everything will be on our Instagram. We'll be posting because that's oh, what yes. we are now. Yes. Yes. All right. <laughs> so we want to talk about your business. We want to talk a little bit about your background and really what you're doing helping women in this industry, which is a lot of work 
you're doing it as a, a moment of love. I mean, it's, yes, it's yeah, a, it's it a big is, journey. It <laughs> is part um, part education, but complete passion for sure. Uh, really getting to help other women is what got me into this business to start with. So that's at the very core of everything I do. So that's awesome. So let's move on, talk a little bit maybe about your background, why you did the survey, what your mom's experience was this CVD, and then how that moved you into creating your own business and how you're working in this industry and what you see for the future for women. Certainly, yeah. So I, um, I've worked in cannabis marketing and CBD marketing for a while. And as I was working with various clients and just looking at all the different audiences, I noticed that there was a little bit of a gap in speaking to women in particular. Um, I wanted to be able to reach directly to the woman who may be interested in cannabis and isn't sure how to get there. So there's a little bit of a space where there's these amazing products out there. There's a lot of amazing female CEOs who are building cannabis brands. And then there's a whole slew of women out there who are really interested in cannabis. And it's that space in between that a lot of people weren't speaking to. So I wanted to bridge that gap and I wanted to be the partner that connected the women I love so much with the brands that I know are so great for them. Uh, so that's really at the core of everything that we do is just partnering and collaborating and sharing um, a lot of it. When I say it's a passion project, I love to talk about it. I love to talk so about it. <laughs> yeah. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I love talking about the products. I love talking about how they can help. You know, I was in the car on the way here um, and I was Facebook messaging with a girl I went to high school with talking about her skin um, <laughs> because she wasn't sure what to use. And, you know, earlier today I was emailing with somebody else about their sleep. Um, so it really is authentic. It's me. It's it, I, I'm the one answering the emails. There is not a big team, you know, going through and just churning and burning products. And I will say right. I, oh, I ordered a, uh, one of the gift boxes this week and she hand delivered it. And it's so pretty. So I did. She really uh, is the person is behind really the product. Pretty. Yeah. So, uh, who knows how scalable this will be? But <laughs> but we're going to try. <laughs> so, so do you want to talk a little bit about the survey that you end up um, conducting and how it worked with your mom and maybe that how that kind of connected? Yeah. So um when I first had this idea, one of the first things I wanted to do was just kind of step outside my own echo chamber and and see how viable this was as an actual idea. So I put together a pretty simple survey, 10 questions that I put out to all the women in my network. I got about 100 responses from women. And, of, what, and what kind of questions were you asking them? Um, I asked all sorts of questions about their familiarity with CBD. So I asked questions like, have you used it? Have you not used it? Most importantly, what I was interested in is... If women had not used CBD, I wanted to know why. And did people know, uh, did the people you were sending the survey to understand what CBD is and how it connects to cannabis? So great question. Um, that was a big part too, is I had to try and understand how much I should layer in the foreground before I even asked them the questions. So I did have a an, an introduction paragraph that said what CBD is. And how did you, how did you explain it to people who may not really know what it is? <laughs> That's a great question. Um, <laughs> I like to say it's kind of like our bodies are hard hardwired for CBD. Um, that's true. So that's where I, I start. Um, usually first thing I always say is it's not the same as THC. So, you know, there are no psychoactive. And then when I get into that next layer, I say that our bodies already have a system and CBD just kind of helps prime the system and make it work better. And so it's like a multivitamin. It's like melatonin. It's like anything else that you would naturally take just to help your body with its own natural rhythms. Do you get into the endocannabinoid system or is that too much, do you think, for people right away? A um, little bit of both. I think I do. I think you got to... You got to simplify it a little bit. Um, you know, the endocannabinoid, I can't even say the word. People think I'm making it up when I say it. But. I know. It's so hard. Well, and it's new. I mean, right. I it only really got introduced in the early 90s. It's like 25 years. Yeah. Ago, a, a doctor in Israel. Right. It's a, It was a discovery. And um, 
it's a, it takes a while to change people's understanding of what is in our body, I guess. So this is emerging. Correct. Yeah, 100%. And so I started the survey just by kind of laying the groundworks and then asking people if they weren't using it, why not? Um, and that was really interesting. That's where I got the most data from and the most interesting insights where people asked, um, sorry, people said things like, I don't know where to buy it or there's so much out there. I don't know what I'm supposed to use it for. Which is very true. Yes. And, and we always say this. Right. Do not buy it at the gas station. Do not. <laughs> right. Do not. Do not. Exactly. I mean, you know, the other thing, too, I always say to people is it's not cheap. So if you're getting it cheap, right. it's probably not something that you want to be putting on yourself. Correct. Um, or ingesting. Correct. Or, yeah, putting it to your body. And right. the idea that if you're using this product and it's not uh, from a good source and then you think it doesn't work and then that's like that echo chamber. Right. You say, oh, I bought it. It was stinky. You tell your friend. They don't know what it is. They right. don't know anybody who's in the business. They think it's stinky and it goes on and on. So we right. need people. Right. Oh, it doesn't work. Yeah, it doesn't work. Right. So you need to have sort of a basic understanding of why it works, which is important. Correct. And, and then, how to use it. And to, how to use it. To make it work. It's yeah. not going to just be one one application and all of a sudden pain goes away. That's not how it works. So right. We, so it when you were doing time. this, did your mother take this survey or was that separate? Yeah, no. So my mom, um, I separately approached I, I her. love talking about moms and daughters. Yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> no, it's great. Um, I approached her first because she was having trouble with sleeping. She is a an absolute... She's in her 60s and she's still working and she is an absolute career woman. She's mm. always been such an inspiration for me in her dedication to work. But that has a, it takes a toll on you, you know. Oh, yes. um, so she's somebody who more often than not is up at three, four in the morning because she's stressed about something at work. And so when mm. I hear these things from her, I want to kind of help. And so I, I suggested it and she used it for a couple of weeks and I checked in and, you know, I was like, how's it going? And she was what like, you, what did you have a tinctures? How did she? I gave her a tincture. Yep. Smart. Yep. Yeah. A tincture. And she Perfect. was taking it every morning um, and she was doing great and she loved it. And then she stopped and she stopped and, you know, called me one day and was like, I in a hushed tone, kind of like, I can't take this, you know, like this is marijuana. I could get in trouble. <laughs> and. And I, you know, we kind of had to stop and have that conversation and just. Ex- what, what did she think it was? She thought she thought it was just like, like she, she was worried she was going to pop positive on a drug test oh, for all it. Right. Got it. Um, and in the nature of her work, she obviously can't. Yes. So. Which is a big, I have, a, I, have a, I was talking to a friend who was in, um, uh, he's working for a military. Yes. And. He is in so much pain. He's sort of at the end of his rope, and he wants to try CBD, and he's so nervous about it. Yeah. Oh, that's sad. It is sad. Oh. I think it's very sad. It's tough. I know, especially when you know that how healing it could be in these instances. So yeah. she, for me, was just a great example of, okay, here's where the education component and that gap that I'm talking about, we need to fill it, um, because she would benefit so highly from it, and it, w- it was working. But misinformation or mm-hmm. lack of information scared her. And getting people over that hump is really, really important. Um, and that is, I mean, I say this, I'm 54. We are the fastest growing population using mm-hmm. this product and we know the least. Yes. It's true, right? Yeah, it is true. <laughs> it is true. And yeah. we, and, and to find good sources of information, very important. It's, well, especially, you know, in this day and age with social media and the news and everything, you are just constantly bombarded by messages and ads and news. And, you know, you have Kim Kardashian throwing a CBD baby shower and right. it's, you know, and we were talking about this earlier, but like 
there's a company making CBD pillows. Like, there's so... Which, uh, okay, this is like a public service warning. Do not buy pillows with CBD. No. It, <laughs> or CBD sheets. That's so odd. It's very odd. Yes. I think saw... that would be, like, greasy. Like, what would that be? I have no idea. <laughs> CBD-infused sheets. Well, not only that, the second and... you wash them, and right. I hope you're washing your sheets, the CBD is going to be gone. And right. that's it. So it's right. it's a one-time use. And, I, I like, you'd have to be doing a lot of rolling around in those sheets to really get any healing properties <laughs> it'd from be them. easier just to put a little one of your great products on so when you talk so yeah exactly. so when your mother found out that uh this is cbd she just nixed it yep she nixed it okay. and um so she she's still not comfortable with it okay. um That's too bad it is oh, well. it is but she you know she she actually said to me the other day she's retiring soon and she, when she was like i'm i'm gonna pick this up as soon as i retire and i was like yes let's do it and um and so when you did your survey what were the biggest things that you wanted to with like two or three things that you focused on when you started yes. Colette? yes so um the two big things the really the large takeaways that i got from the survey were one helping women on why they weren't taking it mm-hmm. and then the other thing was what impacts your buying decision? I really wanted to know there are so many bad actors out there and there's also so many really good actors out there. Um, what makes people decide? How do they purchase it? Where do they purchase it? Um, I was really, really interested in that. And so I got a lot of great information out there and really it all comes down to trust. Um, Which I think is what this, I mean, not to toot on horn, but this is what this show is about, that we are your friends next door, literally. Me yes. and Amy are like the people you would be hanging on your street. We like are the right. moms in the school ground. And right. we are talking about this in a very normal way. Yeah. Correct. And I think that's what's so important. And that's really what, for me, is such a uh, cornerstone of Colette is that authenticity. I think especially in social media, you see so much about like, you know, Instagram life versus real life. I try and really make myself part of get Colette and part of the brand because I want people to realize like I'm a 35 year old mom I'm divorced I have anxiety I struggle with stuff I'm human just like everybody else and so it's you know it's not a huge national corporation (laughs) trying to just get their profit margins it's somebody helping somebody else and my hope is that that will open the doors for people who might be uncomfortable talking about it with a shop owner or would never feel comfortable going on Amazon that they would be more comfortable reaching out and just having a conversation so old-fashioned we're so old school I like it it's great it's important it is you have a question no I didn't have a question (laughs) I just I I love that you curate I love to shop I love to shop too (laughs) All and right, this so- is like, a, you know, like a Sephora box or a FabFitFun box or there's a million boxes. And I don't know of any CBD product boxes at all. So let's talk about this some of great. the, I, I mean, I actually have it in front of me. So how do you I find your product? I know you're working with women-owned uh, yes. hemp businesses, CBD businesses, and you're trying to promote them. So how are you finding the women or the businesses you're working with yeah, so or promoting? It's yeah. been, a, um, it's a combination word of mouth. I've had some businesses approach me. Um the community, the cannabis community in general, I find to just be so incredibly collaborative. I agree. It's awesome. Um, yeah. You know, especially coming from corporate America where everybody's kind of trying to climb this ladder. Mm-hmm. I find in this community, especially among the women, that people just want to lift each other up. So you wouldn't believe how many companies where I might go to them for tea and they're going to say, oh, wait, I have an amazing lotion company you should talk to. And then I talk to the lotion company. And so it's really, really just about kind of like this network in this yes. community of women who all come together. And, and that's how we get our guests. It's word of mouth. You need to talk to this person. 
And, yes. it, and it's such, and I, and I, you know, we live in a competitive country, whatever we think, whatever we think. And that kindness is sort of pushed aside. And I'm reading more and more things that kindness is really not that wimpy, no. <laughs> capitalistic no. extra. That is like an important part of creating a really strong business because of kindness and trust. Yes. Yeah. And then it kind of goes back to this idea that this is a new business and women are coming up in it and we can create some of the rules. Exactly. I mean, if you, you know, we're asking women to put things on and in their body that for decades have been considered super taboo. Um, And there's already so much mom shaming that happens out there and so much mom guilt. Uh, You know, we struggle so much to have careers and to stay at home and to be Pinterest perfect and all these things. So to just on top of that, is that that a thing? Pinterest perfect. (laughs) I like that. I I am not going to succumb to that. No, 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 no. Um, There's just so much pressure. And so then on top of that, to expect women to just dive in headfirst to this new territory, I think is unbelievable unfair. So I think it's really important that we all kind of band together. And, you know, when I when I'm looking at brands, I ask, where's your farms? Right. Where are you getting your hemp from? You know, like I can tell just in my interactions how involved the CEOs are in their businesses. Like Mm. you wouldn't believe how many CEOs of these brands I talk to at 930 at night on email or on Instagram DMs. Like they're running these Instagram accounts that are 10,000 people and it's the CEO. She's sitting on her couch. Like, I have one CEO of a company. Her and I both have Boston Terriers, and we send each other dog pictures. <laughs> like, so it's, it's people. It's just right. people. But I, mean, I, I, I will say the whole social media world is a little confusing to me, and I'm learning. <laughs> and I am trying to, I'm coming to understand it's really a conversation. It is. Which I think I misunderstood for most of my short understanding of social media. So I love the idea that these women are reaching out to us and they're talking to us and they are, you know, you get that weird little ping when they're like congratulating you that we've done a good show or right. And I do feel sort of this weird network of empowerment of women I see yes. I'm talking to now and yeah. we're coming together and this is a big industry. Huge There's space huge. for so many people. Yes. So the whole competitive thing, we can work together and try to boost each other up. So what are there any specific products in here that you'd want to talk about, about companies? Or? Sure, yeah, there's a lot. So um, I think one of the biggest ones that I gave you guys samples of is Pure Bloom. Um, it's a, she just came out with a new line of collection called the Glow Getter Collection. And oh, was that that lotion you gave us yes. before? Oh, it really does work. It smells nice. It, it smells does, so it nice. It smells so good in here. If you- <laughs> yeah. It, um, I put so- it under my eyes and it feels great. So soft, right? Yes. So soft. Yes. So she does her product is um, infused with collagen, which is oh, amazing. Also, another big trendy buzzword right now is, you know, all the collagen powders, all collagen supplements, making sure that your skin and your joints stay young and regenerative. That's what her products do. So they get the one two punch of the collagen and the CBD, which I love. Um I particularly love her backstory just because... Oh, yeah, tell us her backstory. We love hearing about strong women. Yeah, she is... Um, her family owns a hemp farm in Maine, and so That's she's good. out... We should go. Field yeah. Yes, we, I know. We need to go to Maine. They just did a harvest, and I was angling real hard oh. to get to go do her harvest. I was like, can I come? Um, so well, I always see those pictures on Instagram with the ladies with the giant bags of cannabis or like yeah. in the middle of a field and I've never done that I know and they always have cute hats on we like, need to meet I those people I always do have cute hats on I know I like wanna, I want to meet those people I want to wear the, big the cute bags. hat I want to stand in the middle of a hemp field with a cute hat on yes <laughs> well actually we'll do that when we go to Vermont oh, I, we will I have ideas yes 
I think we'll put it on our vision board for 2020. All right, that's a good. All right, so so she's got a hemp. Sorry, we digress. She has a a hemp farm in Maine. um, So it's great just knowing, as a fellow New Englander, I love supporting that. I think... um, so much of this industry is focused in California and Colorado. I like that you talk about that because I do think we're different. And I did mention in yes. the opening that New England women, this is a little bit, uh, we're a different population. We're we have a conservative. Yeah. And that uh, mm-hmm. introducing it the way you are, is, um, it's a good speed. That's my hope. Yeah. I think, you know, the New England woman's different. She's just different. I'm born and raised in New England. I love being a New Englander. I wouldn't trade it in. You and know, partic- now it, it's beautiful right now. I know the darkness is sad, but the light is amazing. The yes. leaves are gorgeous. <laughs> I you know, know, it is so beautiful. It is. There's just something awesome about a New England woman. Uh, you know, we've got a hardiness to us. We've got a little bit of sarcasm that I just really love. So I want to celebrate that. And um, so yeah, so her farms from Maine, which was a huge plus for me. She's a pharmacist. You know, she. Oh, works, I like that story too. That she's yeah, a pharmacist. she works out in California. Um, so it's not just somebody with an idea. She is hands on in the product, and when she talks about her product, you can just feel her passion. Mm, I um, love that. I feel like I sometimes need like a dictionary because there is so much science that goes into it. I'm like, I don't know what that means, but it's right. amazing. Like well, that, the science women are impressive. We're doing a climate cha- a climate and cannabis event next week, I think. But they talk way over my head. But yes. I'm very amazed that this is part of the conversation. Yeah. I, yeah. I the, You know, I read a quote once that said, if you're the smartest person in the room, you're in the wrong room. <laughs> and that is, for me, so true. Like, I love being around these women because I am learning something all the time. Every day. Every day. Every I'm like, day. oh, wow. Okay. So, um, yeah, I just, I really vouch for her stuff. I personally use her beauty serum every morning. I use mm. her collagen night cream every night um and i just i, I love her it. stuff and yeah I, and we're I was, sold and sold. i was like i'm you know I, I i never honestly i never really thought about what i put on my skin before i would just put on whatever and over the past three or four years i've really changed my understanding i'm like this is my skin this is like the thing that's protecting me i know isn't it so funny and i put on all sorts of random makeup and even my it's really important it's really amazing I mean, skincare skincare is the most important thing we're, and these we're products, getting old we have to, you know, but, we have to. But even before that, we preserve. should have been careful with our skin. Uh, well, yeah. the funny thing too is, like, I was the same way for years. I've been eating. I try to eat organic. You know, I like I avoid mm-hmm. certain foods, and I was like, I put so much thought into what I eat and what I drink, but then I would just slather on whatever was in our medicine cabinet on my face. And so then I hit my thirties, and I was like, Ugh, okay, we got we got to fix some stuff here. Um, and that's when I started just kind of experimenting with different things and. Clean beauty, I think, is so important, uh, and just understanding kind of what goes into it. And do you do, do you work with any makeups as well, or just uh, yeah, a moisturizer kind of? Product? I'm not carrying it right now, but I would love to. But mm. um, I'm a huge personal fan of Milk Makeup. Okay. They they are they use hemp infused. Their mascara is awesome. A- Amy's Ooh. looking it up right now. Yes, yes, I am. <laughs> Did you? I think I saw. Did you have lip gloss? I do. It? I have a couple um, amazing lip gloss brands. So one of the ones that I really, really love um, is Dahaya. So they're a newer brand. They just got. Um, ex- sorry, they just expanded mm-hmm. their product line, and so they carry some amazing lip and cheek tints. And Ooh. what's really special about Dahaya is the founder is a doctor. 
And she studied under a Moroccan fourth generation herbalist. So she lived in Morocco. She studied under this master herbalist. And then she came back and created this makeup line that is just next level. Um, I can't wait to try it. Yeah. I love mascara. It's awesome. And she does this this lip and cheek tint she does. You can use it everywhere. So it's kind of just a one hit. Put it on multiple places and you're good. So I do love that brand. Oh, yeah. I want to try the the cheek tint yes yes, yes. Well, I'm, the, I'm, I'm trying to and the lip gloss I, I want to make a trip to Sephora with Amy but maybe we'll just order things online yes oh, yeah yeah online <laughs> yeah. shopping I'll deliver it to you guys <laughs> we have our own personal <laughs> shopper now we can all go shopping together so what else? there's so many other things in here what other things do you want to um highlight? yeah so other things I think that are really awesome and special right now um I think bath bombs are a really... Oh, yeah. I love these. Do you use those with your feet, too? How do you You use... can. So I think bath bombs are kind of the next big thing that I've been seeing. In addition, most companies start with like an oil or a tincture. And the second product that most companies are doing are bath bombs. And there's a reason for that. So if you think about when you take a bath, um, the warm water and the steam opens up your pores. So when you drop that bath bomb in there, your skin's already ready. And so you're absorbing the, the CBD better than you would other ways which is actually i heard like from my friends who do the cbd cells they always say you know do it after a shower because they'll be absorbed uh, yeah more equitably or better yeah you. you'll just you get it more so you get the maximum effect and then especially like if you believe in aromatherapy and that sort of thing if mm-hmm. you get a bath bomb that's scented with lavender or any of those other kind of healing scents you're not only getting the actual physical healing but you're getting it through the smell too so you literally de-stress while you're in the bath it's a full full spectrum full spectrum <laughs> Great if you like baths. I can I cannot sit in a bath. You're anti bath. I am so anti bath unless I have like a clawfoot tub and it's really like comfortable. But sitting on a hard plastic, <laughs> not plastic. I find like ceramic. I think they're ceramic. <laughs> Thank you. Baths hard, are very polarizing. Hard ceramic. <laughs> That's funny. They're very polarizing. You know what it is? It's like a coffin, and you're naked, and. <laughs> It's just so uncomfortable. But you can have wine oh. in it, and you just you shut sm- the door. You can smoke a joint in it. Yeah. <laughs> I know, but it's still uncomfortable. I'd rather be in a recliner or in my car. But but with the bath bombs, you could still soak your feet. I have a, a 100%. Nice, I have a nice basin, and I soak my feet all the time. I have bath salts. So there you go. For the bath haters, you could still get a bath bomb. <laughs> yes, you can. That's so funny. Have you have you come across this in your work, bath haters? Or <laughs> the divide? The bath I do, divide? I do find, oh. yeah, there's a very steep divide between people who are Ugh, hardcore pro-bath. It's so uncomfortable. It's like... I love them. I love I love me a good bath, but I, I respect it. It's okay. <laughs> to each their own. That's the whole point. We define it, your exactly. own wellness. We can't, we can't all be the same well, and I like to, everything. I, I used to work for this uh, renovation company and we took, um, we were working for senior housing and we took the bathtubs out because they were dangerous and we put in showers because they're easier. But we had a lot of East European residents and they were very upset because it's mm. so culturally they had to take a bath. They thought it was like uncivilized that we would take their bathtubs out. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Right? They had to give them a little seat maybe. It was just, they had to, you just, you can't have an, a senior citizen climbing over a bathtub. It's just. Not Sounds safe. like they needed it's some CBD. It's a recipe for disaster. Hip, I mean, forget it. But we can put the CBD <laughs> bomb. They could like get yeah. in the bath with the CBD bomb. Right, right. <laughs> All right. Um, so uh, what other um, companies? Keep yeah, going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So some other great companies in there. Um, the patch I gave you guys, oh, yeah. um, a company called The Good Patch, which is amazing. Um, so I gave you the BCom patch, oh. which... 
is a little bit of a pain reliever. Um, so it's got some menthol in it, and mm. you just put it on. So it's actually a transdermal it's patch. It's a transdermal you put on your patch. Like... Yeah, you can put it anywhere. Um, it's preferred on the inside of your wrist, but it I'm will. I'm getting that from my mom. It'll I... help. Does and... this help with flying? Yeah. <laughs> they get make a couple. A whole... <laughs> I need to be anesthetized for flying. They that make a whole line. So they do. That's the B Calm. They also do a hangover patch, which is oh, chock full of B12 and other B vitamins. They do a period patch. Oh, oh. that actually, I've been looking for that because I've been, I've been hearing, I've been hearing about this materi- <laughs> mysterious patch for about a year, and my daughter has cramps, and I keep yeah. saying I'm looking for it. It's so. great for women with endometriosis as well. It That's really genius. helps with the the deeper pain. And when you use genius. these, when you use these patches, where do you put them for when you're having that um, um, menstrual cream? You same. You can put them anywhere. Yeah, you can put it anywhere where you've got a lot of veins. They recommend the inside of your wrist. Um, it's really small. Like the packaging actually looks bigger than the patch itself is, so it can fit really discreetly right there, and then you can wear it for twelve hours. We're getting patches. So just again, I, I think a lot of people don't even know these exist. So these no. are called they're they're actually a patch like one of those like nicotine patches. Like yes, transdermal. Yeah, but instead patch. of nicotine, it's all like organic vitamins and mm. and goodness and a little bit of CBD. So they also do a nighttime one that has melatonin in it. So you can take that. Maybe he's just shaking your head. Yeah. It's just amazing, the products. Yeah. I mean, the innovation. And how am I supposed to know what's out there? I know how. I'm going to go to Get Colette. Yeah. Right? Exactly. So what do you think about this technology just in terms of like versus? Because there's so many ways to consume now. There's there tinctures are. and patches and edibles and you could consume it. You could smoke it. You can eat it. You could, bathe in it. You could, t- you could sleep in it, apparently. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah, and that was actually, so I'm glad you asked that question because that was a factor that went into the, you know, my buying decision when I was looking at stuff. I know some amazing local farmers who grow some really beautiful CBD flower, hmm. but I just felt like um, my audience right now probably isn't ready for that. They might not be ready. I think that there is, especially if you're a parent, there is that kind of divide between using CBD or cannabis in front of your family and smoking CBD or cannabis in front of your family. Oh, yeah. This is much more palatable. Correct. For, for yeah, a newbie. Exactly. So it's kind of like, it's that stuff where I want people to be able to incorporate CBD, you know, at work and mm-hmm. on the go. And, you know, my big kind of litmus test was, could you pull it out at soccer practice and feel comfortable using it? So you'll notice also that like none of the packaging has hemp leaves or marijuana leaves on it um you know it's nothing that kind of screams in your face what it is because i i think that destigmatization is very important but i also think discretion um especially for our new england woman is valuable that's it that's a that's an interesting approach and i yes. do and it, this is still kind of a bro culture if you go to any of these events mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i always um we make a beeline for any of the women run tables yes and there's usually fewer of them but you know um we have a different sensibility. I mean, packaging is a huge deal in this huge, industry. Huge. I mean, this is CBD products, but when you get into the cannabis products, just the plastics and the covers and the sort of the intensity of it, and even with their CBD products, do they need to be in dark packaging for the? Some are, some yeah. The... Some take really great care um, to make sure. A couple of the brands we partner with do a beautiful job at using nice glass, um, darker glass jars for their tinctures and mm. their sprays, so that the product stays potent. Um, one brand in particular that I absolutely love that we carry is called Luna Volta, and she takes sustainability to the next level. Oh, I love to hear this because I'm actually frustrated with the the cannabis packaging specifically is what frustrates me. It's so wasteful. It's it is so, so wasteful. wasteful. Yes. Pre-rolls, the eighths, and then the bags. 
and it's it goes all, yeah. on. And the child safety top. The child you safety can't get off. The child safety bags. <laughs> no. I can't open those bags. That's funny. Yeah, it's. To- I, oh, I can't open the tops. I always have to ask my partner. Well, the tops have a sticker on it now, and the sticker somehow is underneath the label. So you really have to rip. I don't know. It's right, a, it's well, a process. CBD. We we're talking about Unless, CBD. So these oh, are yeah. pretty, these are pretty <laughs> packaging. Um, yeah. So Luna Volta. <laughs> we <are> digress again. <laughs> what happens? It's always about the can of bombs. So oh, yeah. yeah. So I, I mean, I, I we go to the events, so I see all the packaging. So these are very pretty. These things you have here. Oh, thank you. Yeah. yeah. Really nice. And um, one that I just I want to give her a shout out because it's mm-hmm. one of the more innovative, amazing things I've seen. So Luna Volta, her oh, packaging is actually made of wildflower seeds. Oh, no way. So after, so you get, you know, you get the box with the bottle and you take the bottle out and then the plastic, the, um, sorry, the cardboard box that it came in mm-hmm. is totally biodegradable. You're supposed to water it and plant it and then you're going to have wildflowers as a result of right, the say, box. Say that company again. That's I love beautiful. that idea. Luna Volta. I see it. And this kind of goes back to yeah. that idea that cannabis and CBD, well, cannabis can, you know, work with the environment in a very positive way. Yes. She is founded purely out of a love for nature. The reason she started her company is um, she spent a year backpacking and living out of a van in all the national parks. And she just really loved nature and saw it and Ooh. she wanted to combine. So everything she does kind of ties back to nature. She's extremely sustainable. Um, yet she just shot her fall lookbook in Yosemite. Um, she went and kind of did like a whole big video series just to kind of walk you through. Where is she out of? She is based out of California. I, so I, I just to sort of digress too. Are you connected to any of these businesses? The fires impacting any of them? Have you heard anything? Um, just in terms of like office hours and stuff like that. Thankfully, but so far, the farms. Are yeah, there... the farms so far are okay from what I've heard. But yes, definitely it, something to be watching out for. I know it's scary. Totally. So, all right. So we went through. Actually, so we've been talking a lot about products, but um, again, yeah, my own mother thinks that I'm in a drug cartel she's a little bit worried about this and i do try to introduce her to um products and amy has done the same with her mother so what would you like um, my mom's 84 you know women in their 70s what how do you talk to the women in sort of that age and older and what kind of products do you think would be the best for them to start using first it's actually funny that you asked that because i was just speaking with an um a woman who reached out to me and she is in her early seventies and she needed some, some product. And she had actually ironically read about CBD and AARP. Oh, I saw that. I have that magazine. Yes. And they have a whole, they actually have a whole on their website. They have a whole page dedicated to cannabis. Yeah. And, and then, so it wasn't just like the front page. It was like, it's an ongoing event. Right. And so she had read about it and she had heard about it from her sister that it would, it's supposed to be really helpful and she wasn't sure the best way to use it. And so she was going to go to a dispensary, but she wanted to have a conversation first. Mm-hmm. So we just talked. Um, and I asked, you know, kind of, what are you feeling? Is it sleep? Is it pain? And, you know, she mentioned her and her husband both have some aches and pains. And I think that is a great place to start. Um, I think the tinctures and the oils, while I personally think that they're great and incredibly beneficial, and I think having those on a daily dose is really important for things like sleep and anxiety and stress management, not everybody's ready to kind of jump into that with both feet. So I think topicals are a great introductory level, especially for older people. Um, There is some beautiful products out there that have honey and aloe vera and clove and ginger. So when you're using them, not only are you getting the benefit of the CBD on your joints, it's great for arthritis, it's great for skin conditions, but you're getting all those other healing properties. And I think because people can control how much they're applying and when they're applying, it's a lot less intimidating. And do you, Rick, so this is the other thing I've heard that if you were not a 
consumer of cannabis, sometimes you need to do a little bit more of the CBD salves and bombs uh, mm-hmm. to make it as effective. Is that true? Yeah, I think, I mean, the number one like best way to use CBD is in conjunction with THC. A one-to-one ratio is where you're going to get that full effect. Um, you know, there's something called the entourage effect. And when you, anytime you layer the different parts of the cannabis plant, that's when they're all working together. And that's really where the full magic happens. Mm-hmm. Um, but obviously not everybody can use THC. So that's when you kind of want to look for a full spectrum CBD, something that does have those other... Um, and are most of your products full spectrum? Yeah, they- there's some isolates as well, okay? just to kind of give people options. But I'm a personal believer that full spectrum is the great way to do it. You can, you know, it's kind of personal preference. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, that's a all right. Good information, mom. <laughs> <laughs> Encyclopedia, mom. All right. Oh, so yeah. we have we actually no. We still have a little bit more time. All right. So I want to talk about motherhood and yes. CBD and cannabis. And so I, my audience knows this already. I have a son who just turned twenty-one. Yay! Yay! And an eighteen-year-old daughter. Amy's son is twelve. Twelve. Yeah. Um, my daughter is six. Six. So just turned cute. six. Yay! So um, and I have this conversation. This is how the show started. How do you talk to your kids about? cannabis in this new world um especially if you're now you're in it so yes how do you how does this work with your daughter and just is there any this is one of the things we talk about the shame is there any confusion or shame with her when she tells her friends what you do or does she not talk about it or is that just something it's not on the radar now she doesn't fully understand it okay um it's a conversation that's been happening a lot at home for us as the adults and the parents um we've had a lot of conversations over like the last year or two over is she in first grade? How old is she? She's in kindergarten. kindergarten okay. Yeah. So um, my partner and I have had a lot of conversations about, okay, how are we going to introduce this? So she sees us take the tinctures all the time and she's asked, what is that? And we call it medicine. I mean, to me, it is medicine. Which I think it, I think that's, a, uh, that is literally the best approach. Yeah. That's yeah. what I'm calling cannabis. Yeah. Yeah. Medicine. It's medicine. And I think, so I will say I don't smoke in front of her um, only because the actual smoking component i think she's too young to understand that there's different types like it's she knows that cigarettes are bad so i don't want to confuse her there um and then that's good a good idea that's a good advice yeah so that's a thing and then but it is something that i really personally grapple with on how open and, and at what age and stage um like i kind of lay the land you know it's it's funny because I'm battling with my own internal stigmas where I will drink a glass of wine in front of her without even skipping a beat. But the thought of openly sharing cannabis with her is something that makes me be like, okay, I need to be really thoughtful about this. I need to be really intentional about this. And it's like, why? Well, that, that, <laughs> right? that is I the conversation. That. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, we've talked about this. Where where did the shame come from? It's a whole history, which yes. is, you know, we live in a, a hundred years of history that is weird because 6,000 years of history, this was always just part of our culture and right. we just consumed it or used it or just part of like what we had. And now we've created this shameful environment and, and we know what's helping us. And it's 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 the generation thing. Like your, your daughter's not going to know this shame. No. And I mean, it, you know, there's literally a wine company called Mommy's Time Out. Exactly. And I, <laughs> I, I, I know that brand very well. And I'm of that I'm of that generation. Like we were encouraged to drink. I swear to God, the mummy and wine culture, that was just part of like, that's just what you did and the idea that we would light up a joint with our friends or get it was just it was so taboo we couldn't talk about it and if we did we had to be away from the children oh yeah (laughs) and it's crazy because i really do believe that like 
it makes you a better mother. Um, you know, I think everyone's different, but for me, hands down, right? Like hands down. I, I, I have a tendency as I think a lot of moms do to, I get so caught up in the parenting that I forget to have fun. Right. You know, I get so caught up in the report cards and the dentist appointments and summer camp schedules. And is she reading enough? Is she learning enough? Is she sleeping enough that when she wants to just play a board game, I, I'm like, I can't. And so th- it kind of makes me stop and just look at her and enjoy it and be like, yeah, you know what? I do want to play a board game. Let's do it. Bravo. And let's have some fun and enjoy right. each other. Let's that giggle is- and laugh and have fun. And create a nice, fun, harmonic yeah, uh, household. Vibe. Exactly. And that. so I, I do so say this important. all the time that I feel like I missed out. I feel sad. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I was, at a, I was an attorney. My yeah. kids are little. I was very busy. I am a type A personality. I like things orderly and in control. I have this yes. false illusion that I control things. And um, <laughs> my son, you know, we just were always, it was that rush. It was always that thing. And I was always very anxious. And the idea that, and my son's a musician. I mean, I, the idea that I could have more been more relaxed and just sort of engaged with him when he was little in that way would have been more helpful. We could have danced more. We could have. Because now yeah. you're having so much fun. I know we it's, are. Now, now we're your open. relationship with him is amazing. Well, thank you. Yeah, yeah and he's it's such awesome. a great, and he's such a great person. But yeah, and he's that's, talented. And, <laughs> yeah, I mean, but I just you know that yeah. the idea that motherhood doesn't have to be so hard. Right. Right. I think you know it doesn't. That's we put that's so key. much pressure on ourselves. And also, I'll just add, you're more than welcome to babysit anytime if you you know if you need that. Huh. If you need that, you need that touch with a six year old. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll give her. I'll... I, I was. I was at my my little sister's birthday party. It was on Friday night. Her husband turned forty, and um. My son, his band played at the party, and oh, that's awesome. it's actually it's, I'm a big sister through the big sister little sister program, so it was her whole family. So my little sister is 38, and her little sisters who are now have kids, and I got to hang out with all the little kids. And they were so fun, you know. They're not mine. And they're, yeah, that's and what they, makes them more and fun. They kind of know who I am. I'm this woman who's kind of around all the time. They know I'm not really Christina's sister, but <laughs> yeah, it's great. And then that's I could fun. give them back at the end of the night. Yeah, it was very fun. That but I think fun. you know you have probably a relationship with your son now that so many people in my generation wish they had. And so there's something really special about that too, because, you know, while you feel like you missed out on a year end, I can assure you that there are a lot of teenagers, you know, in 20 something and 30 somethings who for so long had to kind of hide who they were because it was this huge, bad thing. Oh yeah. Well, that's we came out, that's was, my life. Yeah. And, and, when, and when he was 16, we came home and we said uh, everything, we went to Denver and we realized we were wrong and we told him we were wrong. And that really changed the conversation. And my daughter who's 18, you know, she talks to me about this now with mm-hmm. the vaping thing is the big one. Yeah. But mm-hmm. you know, I don't really know what's going on with vaping. She's honest with me about it. I'm a little concerned about her using the product. So, and you can't even buy, well, maybe you can, but you couldn't, you can't buy vapes in right. Massachusetts. So you don't want to buy them off the black market. But like when you think about, market, yeah, I mean, is your daughter in college? Yeah, yeah. So like think about the conversations there. So I was in a sorority in college at a top 10 football school. I did some drinking. and Yeah, yeah. She's in one of those. And, <laughs> yeah. And it's like there is no way in hindsight my parents would have wanted to see the level of drinking I was doing versus like – cannabis like there's just no way any parents like yeah i'm so glad my daughter's doing keg stands at a frat party oh yeah shining moments yes yeah (laughs) definitely the highlight of uh all right well uh, we're we're happy with the cannabis conversation all right i just we only have a couple more minutes so i do Uh. have a couple more things um 
Canopy Collective. That's how yes. I met you. Uh, yes. Tony Johnson. With Tony. Yeah. How did you connect? Tony is the man. Um, how did I connect with Tony? We just kind of found each other on Instagram, okay. actually. I can't remember now who reached out to who first. But um, this was probably over a year ago when I was like, just had the idea for Colette. He was okay. just starting and we met for coffee. And we just really hit it off. Um, and I think he's just, he's an awesome, awesome guy who is really passionate about the industry. Do you want to talk a little bit about Canopy Collective? Sure. Because you're on that, right? You're yeah, on- yeah. He oh, featured nice. me, um, at, did a little interview with me for their first issue. Um, so Canopy is a company that works on cannabis experiences. So he's done a lot. We I did a dinner with him um, where there was a whole cannabis and CBD infused dinner. Um, wow. So they do stuff like that. He works with brands that do like cannabis yoga um, like cannabis trips to the museum um, to go look at artwork. So it's an app, a website? So yeah, he's he has an app and a website now. And so what he's doing on there is generating some content and just kind of sharing what other cannabis brands are doing. So you can go onto his app and you can post events that you're having or mm-hmm. make any announcements and other like-minded businesses can partner with you. Or if you are just a cannabis consumer and you want to kind of get the latest and greatest, you can get it from him as well. Awesome. Fantastic. So that's a little plug for Tony who introduced yes. us. I've had quite yep. a few really um, invested men in this industry connect me with really strong and important women, so I'm proud yes. of them. Yes, Tony <laughs> is awesome. Good for you. All right, so we have a couple more minutes. We have Amy's. Oh, yeah, we'll, we'll, do, we'll do Amy's first. Okay, you so want to do we, we'll go. Amy's favorite things is our new favorite section, and then I have one more <laughs> question for you, and then we're going to... Awesome. It'll be over, I know. All right, so my favorite product of this week is comes from... Charlotte, North Carolina. We're international. Well, we're coast to coast. (laughs) (laughs) We are coast to coast. So high-end pottery. It's just so beautiful. Uh, He makes, Greg makes one-of-a-kind pieces. They're ceramic, and they're just gorgeous. Um, And we've had some great pictures on our Instagram feed of these pieces. They're very unique. They're they're one-of-a-kind functional art pieces, and they're made, they're handmade, from clay painted with non-toxic glaze and goes through a two-step heating process. It's really cool. And the great backstory about this is that the artist Greg is my childhood friend's husband. Hi, Pam. And he's an amazing artist. And, you know, he recently entered the canna business. And he makes these gorgeous pipes, bubblers, one-hitters, and I bought a very nice, uh, it's a long, skinny ceramic pipe called the Body Pipe Heart Head. And it just has a nice weight to it. Feels good in my hand. Yeah, Flower it looks tastes very good. And uh, if you go to his Is website. Is it easy to clean? How do you? Well, I haven't cleaned it yet. Well, you, know, it's very... some, you know, I have a fresh bowl in here that we'll smoke after. <laughs> so that's it. Just give the plug one more time. Oh, yeah. High-end pottery. And it's high uh, dash pottery dot com okay. and uh, yeah Greg makes everything in his garage and he's just the nicest guy so all right a uh, couple more minutes one more minute actually so our my other favorite question is and I always um, credit my friend Asia Atwood uh, she was at a conference and we like to ask our guest what is your favorite way to consume cannabis oh great question um, my favorite way to consume cannabis is at home in my sweatpants Ooh. with lots of snacks and some great vinyl records. Oh, vinyl records. Yes. We, uh, my my partner, Chris, got me addicted. So one of our favorite things to do now is go shop for new vinyl. 
Oh, yeah. There's a nice new place in Coolidge Corner. You've probably been there. Yeah. Yes, we love it. Yeah, that's an awesome addition to that corner. What's old is new. Okay, yeah. I, I went through my entire college with vinyl records, so there you go. <laughs> yeah, they're back. <laughs> they're back. Everything's back. All right, another quick, quick 40 minutes, really, today. Awesome. I know. Um, so we could have gone all day. We can always can talk all day. All right. So for my <laughs> awesome guest, Marie Evans of Get Colette, what's the best way to reach you? Um, you can follow us on Instagram at Get Colette, or you can also drop me an email personally at Marie at GetColette.com, and I will answer any questions you might have. And she might even drop off your own Get Colette box if you're lucky. Woohoo. Woohoo. Yeah. And for my co-host and Canada sister, Amy Searles. Hey. Awesome job today. Thanks so much. It was so much fun to have you here. Thank you guys. It was so yeah. fun. I definitely and want I can't to come wait back. to yeah, and I can't wait to try all the products. And, yes, and please. I and I want to thank the podcast garage here in Austin, Massachusetts. The engineer today, Isabel Josh Lampkin, for writing and performing the Cannamom theme music. Brad Searles, Kasten, and Jim for helping out this week, and you for taking the time to listen to the Cannamom Show, where we are changing the expectations of caregiving and crushing the cannabis stigma, one can of story at a time. I'm your host, Joyce Gerber, and this is. The Cannamom Show. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. Hi, it's Justin Benton, host of the Miracle Plant Podcast, where we discuss this miracle plant that goes by so many names and how it's helping people in so many extraordinary ways. So if you love this plant and you want to hear a story that tugs on those heartstrings and learn more about this plant, then head on over to the Miracle Plant Podcast. You'll be glad you did.